0: The following program contains scenes and language of a frank and explicit nature. Viewer discretion is advised. Hi, this is Maddie O'Reilly,
1: and when I'm not getting fucked on camera, I'm listening to the Porn Director Podcast.
2: Live from the San Fernando Valley, it's the number one podcast in the adult entertainment industry, the Porn Director Podcast. Starring award-winning industry veteran, director, and filmmaker, hey, Sal Genoa. And he's a DSA aficionado, the best producer in the business, and the king of drops, com. We are the com, brought to you by salgenoa.com. You can find us on Twitter at porndirpod, at sal underscore genoa, facebook.com, Slash Con PDP, and you can search Porn Director Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and YouTube. Email us, please. Sal at Podcast dot com or Con at Podcast dot com. Let's talk porn. What the hell was that little scuffle? <laughs> I heard a bunch of. Crashing and bashing before we start the show. Um, let's get quickly underway. Con, tonight's a special night for me. It's always special when I bring in the old school homies. Uh, thanks to Wildfire Radio. That's at wildfire underscore radio, wildfireradio.com. They put our show into radio syndication so we can get our, our wonderful show out to many viewers around the globe. Team Skeet, thank you so much. Go to teamskeet.com. Check that site out. There's tons of good stuff there. Tell a friend if you haven't this week. Let me think of another scenario. So you're watching baseball and you're at a bar and you go to to go outside to smoke and you're standing outside and there's someone next to you. Tell them to watch the porn director podcast. That made no sense. Moving on. If you're a fan of podcasts, check out the Church of What's Happening Now, Joey Diaz. He's the funniest motherfucker in comedy. At Rialto Report. At R-I-A-L-T-O Report. Those guys have a great vintage show. I um, hooked him up with Greg Dark, so that should be awesome. He said he was down for being on that one. The Projection Booth, at Pro Booth Cast. It's a great mainstream podcast. They talk about mainstream movies, one of my big passions. Just Guy Talk, just underscore guy underscore talk. Che and the homies over there in Tejas are uh, throwing down. Go take a quick listen to them. Uh, Cinephile, go see Dean, 11280, Santa Monica Boulevard, 90025. They have a great selection of vintage porn as well. Uh, archiving video, is something that we're doing. You can check out that con's always good at stuff. There's some good stuff, huh? What do you got for me?
1: Actually, um, before you get to the YouTube and all that stuff, uh, as we know from last week's uh, episode, we've been grounded from YouTube. Uh, uh, we can't upload anything for six months because we are on a restricted account. Ooh. Um, so, as we were talking last week, I went out and found some different places we can go, and I found vid. Dot Me, that's vid. Dot Me, and we can post up there uncensored. So Ooh. normally, what I do is I take the. Uh, for those of you who haven't watched us on YouTube or, or anything, I take the uh, the actual um, podcast, and then I do like a little slideshow as the video plays of the pictures we took of the podcast. So goddamn creative, con. On YouTube, obviously, we couldn't show like when the girls get naked and stuff in the studio. But on vid.me, we can, we can show it. Yes. And I've started, I put the first three episodes up on there. I'll start adding more slowly but surely. So vid.me. You're a filthy animal. There con. we go. I love that about you.
2: Um, also, if you haven't checked out Twisted Fate, that's at Girl Co Films is their Twitter. Twisted Fate was the last feature I did. It was. Fucking awesome. Check it out. Getting raved. I'm
0: feeling fucking horny right now, and I'm ready to fuck some shit ah!
2: Dana Dermond, we all love you. Um, also, if you're going to get in the industry, check out Spiegel Girls and ATMLA. They're very kind to us here at the show, sending girls over, so check them out. Our Twitter is at PornDerPod at sal underscore genoa, facebook.com slash con.pdp, and you can search us on iTunes, Stitcher, and vid.me. Did I fuck that one up? Vid.me. M-E. Yeah, I know that one. All right. Tonight, con, this son of a bitch, and I go back a long ways. Um, He's a fucking legend and an icon as far as I'm concerned in the industry. Probably one of the most perverse directors on the planet. Some people say I want to be a director. No, 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 no. Our our guest tonight is as legit as shit, as legit as they come, as a true passion. And I got some awesome brand. Oh, jeez, I almost said his name. I have some awesome quotes from him. Um, when we work together and stuff that I'm going to bring up. That's awesome. Tonight, I'm very, very, very proud. Um, actually, Khan, he emailed me about the Steve Holmes show, and he said, that Steve Holmes show was awesome. Glad you had him on. This is Brandon Iron. I go, fucking Brandon Iron. It's Sal Genoa. He goes, oh, fuck. So this is how we hooked up. And uh, he's actually. A,
1: so he listened to the show. Steve Holmes. And didn't realize he was emailing you, right. even though it's Sal Genoa's podcast. Right. It makes perfect sense.
2: Um, It's a little more complicated. (laughs) Uh, And uh, Chad Diamond is actually staying with him. So Chad said, Yo, Brandon's back in town. And I was like, I got to get him on the show. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, he's a fucking legend and an icon in the adult entertainment industry. Brandon Iron is here tonight. (laughs) That goes wild. Do you know who I think I am? That's brandoniron.com, dot com and if you want to follow him on Twitter, trust me, he's a nut job. That's at Brandon Iron. B R A N D O N I R O N Con. We go way back. But what I love about Brandon Iron is he's as real as it gets in the business. If you see a Brandon Iron scene, it's not he's not faking anything. The girl he he is fuck, I got epic stories with this guy.
1: I've seen my share of Brandon Iron <laughs> scenes. <Nice. laughs>
2: but, uh, how do we start such beautiful show and i can't wait to get to his island uh, we'll talk oh, about.
1: I'd, I'd like to to know um how, how did you find steve holmes show and how did you end up listening to us so that's, that's kind of interesting to me i think
0: it was just a link i forget why so yeah you know it was just like a click through on facebook somewhere or, or yeah because
1: he's not on twitter so i right, know it must have been a facebook uh, link. he's he's our friend on facebook yeah and um he uh was like, "Give me the link, so I gave him a nice link that he could put up, and you know all you got to do is click on the link and it starts playing, so sure, sure. so but you had no idea it was Sal
0: No, no, whatever uh d- yeah, I just clicked on, on I listened to, Hello, to part is, of it, and, and, yeah, and yeah there you, you go, go. <laughs> 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 another <laughs> fucking perverse have... mind,
2: yeah. no, but I think he he was just you went to the porn director podcast but you're going to that to Well, that's telecom- how he ended up emailing I wonder, us. I wonder if he emailed us through you. Didn't realize it was me. That's no, no. He, did you go to the website and email us?
0: You know what? I for, I don't whatever I clicked on it wasn't specific. I yeah. just I just know I had no idea. That's awesome. Yeah, but anyway, onwards and upwards. <laughs> We're all following in Steve Holmes' wake, yeah. That big frothy <laughs> wake of his degeneracy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Love me, He's awesome. When he came back, he actually stayed at my house, and I was like, "This is fucking awesome." Steve Holmes is staying he, here. One
1: of the best interviewers out there. We were going to do a part two
2: as well.
0: He little little known fact is he can save anybody money on toilet paper. I'll explain in thirty seconds. <laughs> I was in Budapest, and there was an anal scene, and the girl's ass was a bit leaky. It wasn't like chunks go, coming out, but it was just a little, a little <laughs> caramel. So, <laughs> shall, shall we say? And they were looking for like something to clean her up with baby wipes. <laughs> any of your traditional uh, worldwide used uh, sanitation sanitary devices. Instead, Holmes went in with his tongue and he said, "Shut the fuck oh up." Oh he licked that woman's ass clean and he said, "We're ready to go." that shit-eating grit the great, on him is still there the great
2: shit-eating grit the great. i feel the great that's the greatest home story ever the the best one is you know he's doing an anal scene and then the girl is you know she's like oh you still you just don't understand and he goes yes i do,
0: <laughs> yes, I do.
1: <laughs> steve <laughs> holmes episode number 46 uh definitely worth a listen to so
2: so brandon you're a you're a, a definitely a veteran performer veteran director legendary i feel um when you show up to set and you see Holmes and it's you and Holmes at a scene, are you just like, fuck, we're going to kill this shit?
0: No, I, I always idolized him and as more of a fan. Uh, years ago, I was working in Evil Angel's DVD department and I was chaptering movies by Christoph Clark. And that's the first exposure I had oh, to wow. the Schwantz. <laughs> the schwanz the, that made its transatlant, uh, transatlantic journey and then i saw him in vegas and i said wow are you here like are you going to come to los angeles and so i was the first guy to hire homes oh, nice. when he conquered north america <laughs>
2: and and, it, and a conquering it was classic brandon iron quote right here always always a, i always feel a top notch performer you don't give yourself enough credit but brandon would come on, he's like ah <laughs> I'm not feeling it today, you know. You don't have to pay me. This is classic Brandon Iron. And, you're like, and you, he'd go in and he would destroy the girl. And you're like, what's wrong? Ah, yeah, I'm a little off today. And you don't have to pay me. Like, dude, you just killed the scene. You never give yourself enough credit, Yeah, I think.
0: A big mistake to turn down. I, I was in an Elegant Angel gangbang one time where I was part of the rotation, gave the pop shot. I turned down the check. And to this day, I thought, I wish I had that check.
2: <laughs> you, you were world famous, because you didn't feel... Um, you didn't feel you were doing a good scene, but from our point of view, you were killing it. You're, you're, dude, you're top grade A talent, man. Oh, in those are
0: yeah. When you come in and your balls are bigger than your brain, you just if you ooze confidence, yeah, the world's your oyster. And then that oyster gets shucked, and then when there's no pearl inside, <laughs> you take a good deep look inside yourself and you say, "I'm just a 46 year old pervert." <laughs> Awesome.
1: I have fallen <laughs> and I can't get up. So
2: take us cuz I'm a big fan of Extreme Associates. I yeah. when I first started it was I tell everyone it was them and Andrew Blake were my favorites. Um you started there, is that right or no?
0: Yeah, I my whole goal in life was to be a part of a team. You know, it's not the size of the dog in the fight, it's the size of the fight in the dog. So listen I'm to a, you, you profit motherfucker. I'm a short man <laughs> and I just want to belong somewhere. And so I you know wrote the coattails of Rob Rob Black and I just thought I'm going to make my mark here and you know I I just loved it it was being part of a great team and they're pumping out product people were noticing them they were the bad boys around 2000 Yeah I agree you know
2: What titles did you have over there? He's got some great well, stuff,
0: I I so. started out directing Extreme Teen oh, and then I was fantastic. more into the rougher stuff so I, I started a, a series called Slap Happy <laughs> And so the the girls are getting smacked around, and it was, you know, I, I would perform, produce, and edit it, and it was just, you know, that, that, that was just sort of the niche that I was trying to do. Like, let's make something intense, and, you know. Do you feel today that wouldn't go over well? Ah, oh, well, it didn't go over well then. <laughs> You know, I shot like that the Rough Sex of Anabolic got shot down too. Well, but at least I won an AVN award. Oh, for sake. Come you. on. No, no, the Rough Sex Rough oh. Sex got an AVN award. Wow. And then yeah, there was such a uh, an outcry over that that sort of was we didn't like did not make it to number 2 and that was yeah, it, right? Right, right. But contusion, you know, nice. he he that that you know, enveloped him into that that sort of you create your own job, I'm you a know. bitch slut. <laughs> By the way, here's some slapping for yes. you, buddy. Oh, God. See if I can identify this off the gag. <laughs> like... I'm going to say Candy cotton? cotton. No, do you want the initials?
1: <laughs> do you want the initials? Oh,
0: no, just who the fuck? Who is it? Storm. Yes, oh, Okay. Yeah. Blonde? Blondish. Yes. Okay. I got the hair color right. Yeah. Good girl. Look at you.
2: <laughs> another, another male Blonde. performer that's forgotten, con More girls than you and I have been oh, with combined. Oh, okay. It happens a lot on the show. Oh, there you go. Some so, Slap on. Happy, do you feel, I and I
0: feel, well,
2: what is it, Seven the Hard Way was another one of yours?
0: Yeah, which turns out, I'm I'm not a gambler. Would you, the, the title, it was a gangbang series for Red Light District. I pitched it by saying... Hey, we should do this thing called Seven the Hard Way. Anybody who plays craps, craps
1: knows what that means. There is no <laughs> Seven the Hard yeah. Way, you fucking yeah. idiot. Right.
2: <laughs> do you, before we get crazy, because our timelines are always jacked up, okay. do you feel slap happy was your, the greatest contribution you've ever done? Because that's a world-famous line, and to this day, people talk about it. Right. Do you feel that was your greatest stuff? Or I, you think,
0: I think that was shocking at the time. And now you come across like facefucking.com, which was... Facial evo- abuse. Evolved facial out abuse. of facial abuse. Yeah. Right. But I mean, th- those guys are, turned it up to 11 on that. Happy volume three. Yeah. That, that is, there is nothing to compare. Caitlin Bradley. Did you just call Hello. her a toilet?
2: 22.
0: Uh, yeah, Why? I went to the Home Why? Depot Bradley? on, I don't know where, and I spent $15 on a toilet I had seat. I no idea. And Caitlin Bradley (laughs) wore it. Are you submissive by nature?
1: Um, No, I'm actually very dominant by nature.
0: Okay, but you can perform submissive, right? Yes. Okay, so let's go through uh, your checklist of do's and don'ts. It's okay to pull your hair a bit? Yes. It's okay to slap your face? Yes. It's okay to choke you with the cock? Yes. Yes, and if you puke, it's just like you know you might... But we you're like if you're ever really uncomfortable, you're gonna say stop, right? Yes. Okay, and this you're fine. This is disclaimer. And, uh, this is like, like the way kink, kink does <laughs> their, you know. Hurry up and get over.
1: They start everyone off with that.
0: Yeah, Caitlin Bradley got steamrolled. <laughs> I'm I should apologize, Caitlin, if you're listening. I do apologize <laughs> for what happened with the to you. Toilet seat on her. Mm. Yeah. Oh, wow, there is a toilet seat overhead. Brynn, you're... Does she, I bought a little flush thing, and I put it on a wire hanger like on her head so she couldn't swallow until I pressed the flush thing. Oh, very ingenious of you. Yeah. Right in and this was extreme. Yeah, this was your side stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seemed to sell well. I, I actually pitched it to uh, Evil Angel at the time because Joy Silvero was kind of into... He was letting me work for his series fucking. Right. And... To my eternal regret, John Stagliano just looked at uh, and thought, nah, I don't like this. Wow. And what a change of life that would have happened. I I would have went from the gutter to the penthouse. <laughs> nice. That's Because I made... Thir- Sometimes the gutter's more fun. <laughs> I think I made 33 or 35 individual VHS uh, screeners to give out. And oh, I was wow. so hopeless. I brought them to companies like Vivid and <laughs> like VCA vivid. and... And nobody replied except Rob Black, who said... Here I'll, I'll give you five grand for it, but oh, he didn't say what year he'd give it. He just uh, said I'll give it, and I, I took that like an idiot at face wow. so, value. So great. let's
1: like rewind a little bit and tell us like kind of where you came from and how you got into the business.
0: Uh, lifelong fan, grew up in Calgary, Alberta, up in Canada. Why are you always from Canada. Uh, yeah. I'm the same hometown as Eric Everhart, are so there's I- some in the water <laughs> there. But nice. uh, yeah, I took an English degree there, and I just. Uh, just was sort of stuck in my head about, you know, how do you be happy in your life and just do... So So the long story short, I was working all these stupid jobs, saving up money, flying down to L.A. for like three, four days at a time. Each time I got work from directors like Jim Jim Powers and Uh, Chuck Martino in the day, uh, you know, like...
1: But how do you... This is before the internet, so you can't web search. Like, oh no! Here's what, yeah.
0: <laughs> what you do is you go in, <laughs> you go in AVN, and I forget if it was there or some some fucking uh, Bill Margold had had oh, wow. a guide for prospective male talent. And I sent $15 for this guide. Uh, and this is it, awesome. All I know is it said that he likes to play uh, like little pickup games of flag football in Beverly Hills off Coldwater. So who do you think fucking went there in his rented car from Alamo Rent-A-Car? And nobody was there. <laughs> I believed what was Oh, there. my God. Anyway, so what I did is uh, I met the dancer Aja, A-J-A. Remember yeah, her? Aja, Asia, however you say it. She was feature dancing in Calgary. I paid $20 for my Polaroid. I bought the calendar. She told me about Jim South at World Modeling. And I wore an ass groove into that couch. I would sit there for fucking hours and just then, in his
1: in his office. Oh yeah, just praying. On, on Van Nuys.
0: Yeah, on Van Nuys Boulevard, right across from the. It's now a Hughes. It was a Ralph's. Yeah. And I fucking would sit there all day. And then somebody. I remember like one day, TT Boy needed somebody to get sucked off in his, in his. Uh, I don't know if it was it was a fucking BMW. I'm out there on a side street off Van Van Nuys doing a lewd act, getting blown, and after I come, some of it dribbles on on the. You know the the the, the anyway, and Titi as he's walking away, just you know orders me to clean up my load, and uh, yeah, you have experiences like that. And I just thought I didn't get arrested, I got blown. It wasn't a real black street. Did hooker. you get paid? Yeah, I forget what T.T. paid, but that was you know. your first scene ever. No, no, no. Oh, the Jesus. first the first scene ever, I made a hundred dollars working with this milf. And somebody on my blog tracked it down. They put out a magazine layout, and they did video. But the photographer's name was Lance Kincaid. And in the middle of this fucking shoot, his his uh, answering machine goes off from a collection agency saying, Oh, Mr. Kincaid, you're delinquent on this and that. You know, 30 minutes later, I'm getting a check from this guy. It was my only time I've ever used a check cashing service. So my $100 check turned into a $94 payout, Whoa. and I, I took that $94, and I put it towards my $400 plane ticket to come down
1: here. Just a little FYI. There is a Lance Kincaid on Tumblr, and it's a gay porno actor. Well, he wasn't an act, He yeah. was a photographer no, at this the time. Is a, I'm just trying to find him. No, no. There's a, a gay actor named Lance Kincaid now. No. So I, uh,
0: I can't. I was going to see if I can pull it up, but... Well, yeah, I... yeah. Lance started things off so I was probably twenty or twenty one years old. Wow. And yeah, that was it. But then I started getting in like gangbangs for Jim Powers. I, he'd, I just I remember uh this girl's Oh god, now I forget. It wasn't Holly Body. It was some other girl. Hollybody, nice. One of her riders on her on her contract was she had to have a ball of vodka. Now motherfuckers, now. I got to do this scene drunk, so somebody was sent out to get a ball of vodka and then she started counting dicks and she realized, "Hey, I only promised to get gang-banged by 10 guys. There's like 13 here." So we all had to line up. And she'd look at you and then I had a test from uh, from a hospital in Toronto. You know, in Canada. And she looked at me and she said, she smiled, I could stay, but she sent home Dave Hardman. I think wow. somebody was way better. Rick Masters or something. <laughs> One of these ringers. And I got to stay at this fucking uh, uh, gangbang that was just. I remember Jack Hammer, who went to Jack. prison for like 10 years. Jack Hammer was holding a boom mic. And then he threatened to kill the next person that, that like, they were trying to get audio tone. Anyway, I just thought. That's a very effective way of shutting up the crowd when yeah. you say you'll you'll knife them. Wow,
2: Jack so, Hammer He went to prison. What
1: did he back. go to prison for?
0: Uttering death threats. Uh, oh, really? For ten years? It was his third felony. It's one of those weird. Oh, the three strike things. law. Yeah, in the Clinton days. Right. Wow. But uh, yeah, he's he's out. I don't know if he made a comeback, but I uh, you know. He had, he was just all scary and all tattooed. I remember
2: that. Turned
0: out to be a really nice guy when you when you talk to him. So
2: basically you're you're cause i like our our fans, Con and I know our fans are always saying, How can I, I'm male talent, I want to be male talent. You and Everhard have very similar stories, which is weird from the same place, but you literally made your own tapes. Didn't Everhard do the same thing? Yeah, did
1: he? Everhard had it like um his little 'cause he was doing stuff up there and he brought his like little reel, reel down. Yeah. Uh, right. Sizzler. Sizzler. That's what they're called, right? Sizzler, Sizzle wheel. Sizzle wheel down and was playing it to everyone and everyone was hanging up on him until he met Vince, right? Vince gave him a start. I think so. Yeah,
2: Vince, so. Vince, because working out at you the You made gym. your own VHS tapes.
0: Well, that was when I got here. No, I was just basically flying down for shits and giggles and having fun. But the, the, the downfall was I got hired every time. Can you imagine somebody coming down and saying, hey, I'm only in town for 72 hours. Uh, can you line up a girl? And like photographers like Michael Mamano, he shot a series called Melon Man for, I don't know, look it up, for maybe LBO or something. One of these companies. Melon Man Volume 6. He put me in with Holly Body. And all I know is we're in North Hollywood now. We are within a dog-sniffing range of the studio where Holly Body was, you know, in the classic missionary thing and just... Me wanting to do a good job i didn't come for I think two or three weeks when I came. it jetted I swear to God this i'm a dribbler now, but I shot from her pussy to her fucking uh chin it was just painting her body, and even <laughs> she was laughing. But again, you know, that that's the commitment a new guy has to make because right. somebody has taken a chance on you. And she was uh, one of the house dancers at a place in Hollywood or whatever. And she invited me down. I just remember it was La Brea and something. And I was such a fucking off the turnip truck guy. I go, oh, my God, I, I can't drive all the way over the hill.
2: <laughs> right, right, right. Wow.
0: <laughs> that's fucking fabulous, dude. Because I
2: think your work has been perverse since day one and it's real. I'm, I'm not kidding. You see that in very few directors, um, but you, you actually were methodical about performing the best you could. That's incredible. Because you see the new kids, they come in, they're like, I'm going to be a porn star, but, but, but they build their names on the net. You were like plotting. You, um, Holly, you were...
1: Nice to meet oh, you. Oh, Jesus nice. Christ. He'll pull
2: anything up, Brandon. I'm wow. Thank you. What's
1: uh, with this video camera? Oh,
2: Jesus. The there you go.
0: Just, uh, oh. It's just for my, uh, my files. I like to make a little videotape of the interviews so I can uh, keep it for uh, you know, future reference, basically. Is yeah. Don't worry about it. It's is this the scene? To, this is the scene. The files. Nobody sees it. Look at her face. Melon There's man. Why, this is can... Melon man?
2: Brandon just spoke of this now. <laughs> anyway, Con uh, you're
0: responding to the ad for the modeling, right? Huh? Well, uh, I see you got your portfolio, and I guess you've done some modeling, huh? Nice boobs, huh, Brandon? Look, yeah, I don't, I, I look, don't look, think they're uh, real, though. They're look, fake uh, as can
1: yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. Here, we'll jump ahead, just I so you can. Remember? Color,
2: guess, you know? Oh Jesus! The texture. And I'll get back to my <laughs> Brandon rant.
0: Yeah. So this so is I, like will, one of your first uh, scenes. No, oh, oh, that yeah. was that I'm is early, early. That's when I was living in Canada, and I just flew down for that for oh, that shoot, shit. dressing
2: like a Canadian with the acid wash.
0: Oh,
1: <laughs> love it, <laughs> guys!
0: Con <Khan laughs> has pulled up
2: Brandon's first ever scene. Dude, look at the that's stash. not first, oh, but one of his first. a fucking first.
0: mustache! Yeah. Oh.
2: You're looking real porno there, Brandon, with your mustache on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, Khan is so fucking badass. He pulled up one of Brandon's first evers, and Brandon is like, don't have a mustache on? So he's actually reliving some fucking history right now. That's like fucking 20 pounds ago, too. God. <laughs> Holly body. Look at him go.
1: Oh, so this is this is the one we had the huge cum shot, right? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, right. in
0: my mind's eye now, mm-hmm. let's let's see if, we'll see. if it, let's go to the videotape. Yeah, we're gonna have let's to, go to prove this. Yeah.
2: So, Brent, how before this pop shot, you took weeks off of jerking I off. I literally
0: did not. I would masturbate but not come. It was a very tantric oh, like. Zen Buddhist wow. thing Saying I'm gonna give A Peter North shot That's commitment right there Yeah well Now I can't go fucking 20 I'm jerking off right now mm. You know uh, right <laughs> <just> now.
2: <laughs> And that's a commercial break Here it comes Here comes that Said pop shot Uh oh mm. well, my ass Oh little
0: No I, I As I remember oh She's lying on her back And then I just Like just Arc Explode go, go right near the end I think
1: Yeah well, it only let me Fast forward as far As I buffered So Oh okay we got to give it a sec. So, what's going through your mind right here? Like,
0: holy shit, I'm getting laid. <laughs> no, I'm realizing how much time has gone by, and it looks like you're having this out of body experience. And oh, <laughs> Con
2: comment, comment during the scene. You're like, dude, I'm, I'm going back in time. All here
0: hallelujah. it is. Oh, okay.
1: This is for who again? A, uh, Michael, nice, Ma- Michael nice. Momano. She has a nice-looking pussy, though. Okay. Oh,
0: baby. There it goes.
1: And here, it here we go.
0: You want me to come?
2: Oh, yeah, get it, iron. Where do you want me to come, baby? Where do you want me? Oh, shut
0: up. Oh, okay. Shut here up, you, me. Ready? Oh, baby. Hey, you want it on the tips? Oh, my tips. Get ready, baby. Get oh, ready, yeah. baby. Oh, ready. He still says that to this day, baby. Get ready, here I come. Here. Oh, yeah.
1: Now you're singing. Old Motom songs.
0: Oh. oh, there it was! Oh, yeah. right
1: on her face. Oh, yeah. You were right, from oh, pussy yeah. to face. Okay, it actually uh. didn't reach her chin all the no, way. No, it did. It hit her face. Oh, okay. It hit her face.
0: Yeah. Oh, God.
2: oh, my God, dude. Oh, yeah. You're kind of laughing there a little bit, huh? Oh,
1: he's like, oh, I, I, just killed, I just killed this shit. That's what he's thinking. In his
0: head. That'll live forever on the internet. But Holly, Holly Body, I, I have no doubt you're still... Uh, dancing at that club. Oh know. shit. Thank you for being so good to me that day. So she had a nice looking pussy. Yeah, she was cool.
2: But my rant was this before we went off to that amazing scene. Um The guys today, they come in and they build themselves on the net. They I'm going to be a poor star. But you literally were really, truly methodical about getting in the industry. You were a fan. You got the book on how to become male talent. You you didn't jerk that much. You could save your load. You kept making these trips. You waited on Jim South's
0: couch. That's dedication. Well, you got to realize, like, if the movies are made in Los Angeles, you got to be in Los Angeles. So, like, it's just simple, methodical steps that you know, a thinking person would go and then, okay, you need to get that test. I remember they used to have a clinic down in like Santa Monica area or what Culver City. Wow. And I go there and I saw John Doe in makeup when he was doing this big feature. It was like a Frankenstein type Yeah, yeah, it was like one of those big huge and then I realized I'm at the same clinic as John Doe. Doe. You know, and then you realize I'm getting closer to the dream. Yeah. I can smell it now. I can smell it. You know? And then you, if you just feel like, I just got to keep putting in the time, in the time, in the, and then you know, you tough it out for a year, and, and then suddenly your, your phone's ringing. God, I had a pager in 1997. <laughs> I had to go use a pay phone because somebody would page you. How fucking crazy so know, is that?
2: Here's a funny story. In 99, I was paying for Robbie D at Vivid at the time, and we're driving a set, and I'm in the pastor's seat, and he's on the phone uh, talking to talent, talking to agents. You know, and I go... Fuck, I wanna do that one day. I wanna call an agent and hire a girl and film her fucking I thought that was the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Then I went on to to become a director and I was like, Oh man, they're canceling on me. She promised yeah. she'd do this and she's not like like that was the dream, like you said, that was what you saw. You were like, This is this dream of like he's talking to agents and girls, these hot girls are calling him for work. This is an awesome job. You were saying you saw John Doe and you're you feeling I'm getting there, I'm getting there. What at what point were you from the dream till you were A-plus talent, just working twenty nine thirty 30 days a month.
0: Yeah, well, there there was this time I was at a Bukaki on Chandler Boulevard Love in North, North Hollywood. Yeah. Again, you could still... Is that sm- that studio? Yeah, yeah that Chandler studio. Studios or whatever yeah. at the time. And again, Joey Silvera said, do you want to work for me tomorrow? And I said, I just popped for the third time today. I, I'm useless for you tomorrow. And he, you know what he said? He just said, you'll be fine. And I showed up the next day, and because he believed in me, I was fine. I would wow. never knock it out of the park. But again, you know, bigger balls in brain, right? If you just think, if you can do it, if you tell yourself you can do it, you can do it. Wow. But that was the time when it was just pussy mouth, pussy mouth. Uh, duh, 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 duh. Going back to Robbie D. He hired me for Action Sports Sex. That's where I got my start, yeah. Oh, God, he rented out this fucking uh, karate studio or whatever, and he had me and two girls, and it was just like back and forth and back and forth. And, uh, you, you know, again, I'm an average or below average looking guy, and you're being served up these fucking beautiful women that are just there, it. and they say stuff to you like, like, what do you like? What do I like? <laughs> right? I, I like being
2: here. <laughs> I remember Action Sports Sex. That's where I got started with him. Yeah. That was such a great thing. It was a really cool sports. And like you go out on the motocross track, you go to a karate studio. Um, he did some where he uh, might have even done like boating stuff where you're just doing these really cool sports and girls guys. Right. Pat mine was in a million of those. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, fuck. There's so much to talk to you about. Um, So at this point you're gaining confidence. The balls and the brain are, you know, the balls are bigger than the brain. You're gaining momentum. Um, how many times a week are you shooting at this point? Oh,
0: like I, I, would, I was friends at the time with, like, Johnny Thrust. And oh, and I just remember the first time he ever said, I made $1,000 in a week. And I thought, this is a man I must talk to. How do you make $1,000 in a week? And then suddenly that happened. And you meet all these goals, and it just keeps spiraling upwards instead of downwards. And then you realize that, you know, Every day's a work day. There are no weekends in porn. That's just another day to go, and there's less traffic. And you, and suddenly, you know, your calendar's filled up. You're having the most mind blowing sex with different women. And then they start requesting you. And the crazier you go on them like, if you go ape shit crazy on Annette Schwartz, guess what? Kink.com wants to fly you up to uh, San Francisco so you can beat her some more for Sexandsubmission.com. <laughs> she requested you. So it's like more because it's just the excess that has no limit. Wow! I'm yeah,
2: fucking speechless. Um, what? Uh, so, you, did you ever have a dream of directing, or did you fall into that? Well, no, yeah. it's when just did you I, see that light.
0: I just okay. Going back to sort of our time, like with with red light. I thought I was genius to, to come up with the title, Swallow My Pride. God damn, a fucking classic. Because classic I, fucking well, line. I, I was a huge Mike John fan. <laughs> it like this. So, so then suddenly, you know, you're just being told, well, submit a budget. A budget? Right. You mean somebody might actually pay for this. <laughs> and yeah, I forget what the first one cost. I'm going to say it was capped at around 15000 yep. roughly around there. I think I might even go on That's gone when the over- girls were
1: making, like. 1400 for just blowjobs and stuff, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah, but the genius of breaking down a Mike John movie is. I I actually talked to him about this and I said, Oh, I see what you did there. You make the guys pop twice, but you put the weaker pop shots first. And I just remember he kind of got freaked out. It's like. It's like a casino finding out that you're a card counter. <laughs> yeah, And Mike John saw that. Yeah, you always want to finish strong. So the first pops were always at the Guy, Or you do the hardest very, stuff. Very, very
2: underrated director in the history of the business.
0: Just genius. And the and the thing that he told me was, he goes, you know what? I don't like guys fast-forwarding through my scenes. So he goes, I like to have a pop shot in No Come Dodging Allowed every five minutes. And he shot the first one in Montreal. And I studied it like it was the fucking, one. like, the bible or the torah or you know you just when you broke it down and you realized i want to compete on the, and the, like in the a a level lead right. there so anyway we did this swallow my pride and it was sort of the same thing multiple pop shots from the girls and 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 you just made some that you would actually watch yourself as a fan
2: nice but but what happens we're jumping ahead to you directing when did you as talent were you like i want to direct like when was there a shift
0: oh no it's you... just when you're when you're on sets and then you're waiting around six hours and you realize i could have went and got a got a fucking movie in today I could have went you just get frustrated and it's like everyone has the same 10 a.m call time but they're shooting five scenes today why are you torturing me right and then you know you know i'm not i'm far from perfect and I, if i've Talk to a girl for four hours. Probably I don't want to fuck her. <laughs> you know, it's just like I know everything. About
2: Keep her. Brandon Iron away from the women. He won't want to fuck them. No, no you know what all I'm done. saying. It's
0: just like I get. I have, I have a short fuse, and you just say, "I just I like the impersonal." Hi, how are you? Drop your knees. Do this. That. It's just the excitement's gone. But if you could just say, "Listen, maybe we don't have to wait around all day. Maybe we can shoot one scene, but the girl's going to do five or seven guys and." Guys, you come an hour later. You're not, you know, you. I right. like guys that just show up and hey, we're ready for you. Right. It's fun for everyone. I'm throwing parties. Right. This isn't a production. This is a fucking party, and you're invited. Nice. So yeah, it was just when you when you start creating, and then that wheel start the hamster wheel starts turning. You go, well, what are the limits here? Because I just hired a girl, and she's going to swallow ten loads. There must be girls that'll hire. 15, and then you meet Gia Paloma, and she says, invite all your friends. <laughs> well, I don't have friends, but I have a Rolodex of perverts. Right. And they're free on Friday night. So guess what? Nobody goes to the strip club on Friday night. We're mean at the fucking offices of Platinum X and we're coming in Gia Paloma's Hey mouth. everybody, we're all
2: gonna get laid. Gia, dude, Gia icon icon. That, yeah, sure. huge icon. When you mention her name, you can think of nothing but the the craziest stuff. She yeah. came up at one point, she goes, I wanna I'm going extreme, I'm gonna be a contract girl over there and I'm gonna do the craziest
0: shit. Right.
2: And she did.
0: Yeah. Fuck. Walk the walk. She was no bullshit. Exactly. And when, you know, you can't fake the funk when you're dealing with spunk, because <laughs> there's no getting around that reaction when there's all these guys from Dick Nasty to Dick Nastier, and believe me, it gets really nasty. As you know, you know, there's uh, Dirty Harry. Oh God, they were, they, they, yeah, just some of these guys, and just girls like Gia or like Delilah Strong. Right. I just remember. They took pride in their own appearance and they didn't have to work with like a Vince Voyer or Mark Davis and all this stuff. They, it wasn't about like, I want to suck pretty boy's dick or whatever. They were just there to, to put on the show. Nice. You know, Hey everybody, let's make a movie. And, and you know, through, we talked about our
2: generations. We, we, when I spoke about this on the way over and I was like, man, that Gia Paloma generation was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. It had such a good group of, of diehards. We talked about Roxy Giselle. Cat um, was a big one back then. She did every fucking thing and never complained ever. Right. And and would take these limits. Her sexual limits were endless.
0: And it's almost like they're fucking their friends because as soon as you start doing this, okay, well, we're going to add in a Brian Sherwood and this. Well, then it's like, well, I know that guy. I feel safe with them. Right. And then it's like when you start pitching bigger ideas with bigger paychecks. All right. Everybody, it's win, 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 win there are are no losers she
2: did an anabolic gangbang i actually shot it and uh fuck you know chris and anabolic was like you know here's what you can do here's what you get a tip to do we'll give you even more we'll send you to the salon the day before she's like okay whatever you guys want i'm down i want to expand my sexuality i don't give a fuck there was like 12 guys and probably a couple more ended up coming and dumping loads at the end but it was just phenomenal her and um jamie l if you remember her. Um, I remember Jamie L. Jamie L. She lived at Kenny's house. And uh, it was just phenomenal because these girls were just, I I don't know, man. Today is different. It's different today. Yeah. It doesn't seem like there's that. There is. I'm talking about like, don't, I'm not, I'm just generalizing. But I think that back then there was a more, a bigger group of hardcores. Melissa Loren, dude, it never ends. Yeah, It was just fucking phenomenal. You know, like.
0: What do you think? I think there were people that took pride in their scenes, and they loved knowing, or they loved the accolades. They loved maybe awards meant more in the day. There were fewer categories. There weren't 144 trophies. There were. It just. I don't know. It seems weird to to wax on like being all melancholy and say, "Oh, it was it was back in the day." I don't know. It was just, it was a different industry. It wasn't all internet based people had to go to a store to rent it you voted with your wallet right and you know it it, there there was maybe more of a you know put the girl on the pedestal and oh you're so you know filthy beauty you know the madonna whore thing the way girls were just willing to give up that part of themselves just because you're offering it to them and it's like an
2: opportunity we we kylie ireland was on last week amazing podcast amazing stories we talked about the earlier group like late 90s because she started fairly early she fucked michael jordan go back and listen to me (laughs) so uh we we talked about the vivid girls when i started 99 you're much earlier than that but when you saw vivid girl you saw taylor hayes um janine you were like holy fuck these are unobtainable Gorgeous, elegant women. Then there was that teen thing that came in because you did a lot of teen lines too. I did tons of teen lines in Anabolic, but the teen thing came in. Then it was these young girls really giving it a sexual perversion, not like the elegant contract girls. And that was where it went. And I thought that was a really cool time to have young girls coming in saying, I'm going to expand my sexuality through the adult entertainment industry. And they would try, I'm doing double anal today. Cause fuck it. Why not? Right. Yeah. And Brandon's like, oh, I don't know if I'll be good today. You don't have to pay me. And he goes in and just fucking destroys it with Steve Holmes. Um, but they're that time. So now it's more like uh, a popularity thing. I have 130,000 followers. What do you do? Well, I we talked about this. Yeah. Uh what do you do? Well, I just started. I'm on my fourth scene. They haven't even begun to express themselves sexually and they have this 100,000 followers. They're not doing anything for this popularity where Katsumi or yeah, would come in and or Geo would come in and destroy it and like you would go run and get her movies. Mm-hmm. You know? Does that make sense? <laughs> I don't know if you because you've been around for so long. Well, the
1: the I think the big problem is is there's there's really very few stars nowadays, yes. but there's a plethora of solid performers. You know, you have a lot of girls that you're like, yeah, yeah, but there's like, there's no like real, um, you know, there, there's, there's, there's not those girls that you can't get anymore. You know, like. Right. Everybody's yeah. accessible. Correct. Like, how are you even going to get an email to Janine or, yeah. or Taylor <laughs> Hayes? And then or... there's so many girls that are like borderline. You know, like you get, like Tiff Tiff Banister, who we had right. on we the podcast, who you know was just a little sixteen-year-old girl's putting picture of herself up in bikinis and getting seventy thousand followers, and then taking that to porn. Right. You know, like it's interesting.
2: It's a different time. Yeah. Yeah. Is uh, we should we should do? I want to know his. We got to do this segment. We have a segment on the show. Okay. It's called Porn Island. Okay. You and I are going to go on an island. I'm going to camera, and I'm going to leave because we're shooting some shit. If you could pick five girls in their prime to bring on Brandon Iron Island to shoot for the rest of your life. These are the only five girls you get to use. You oh, can no. fuck them. You can shoot them. Who, what five girls would they be?
0: You know what? I've been this way for years. <laughs> I don't rate, rank, or order anybody. And it actually really would be five newbies. Send the five freshest mouths. Uh, yeah, it's just, I, 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 I'm I sorry if I failed the test. No, that's one of the best answers.
2: Con, Con, we've been no. turned down on our own segment. Brandon <laughs> Iron has shut us down. He
1: says, fuck I off. Know, I don't know if we got shut down on that. I mean, he's just straight up says, like, listen, I know what you're saying. There's very little that beats new trim out.
0: Right. Don't look backwards, yeah. look forwards. There's
1: very little. I'm, I'm with you. I understand. Is, you.
2: is there a Brandon Iron rumor? There is a Brandon Iron rumor. I'd like to share this with you. Yeah, yeah. Is it true?
1: I've always wanted to know
2: this because it's fucking cool. Do you go hunting outside the industry for girls to use in your movies rather than going to the agencies? And Because there was a rumor of like, Brandon gets these girls... They're not even in the industry.
0: Okay, I'm going to tell you one completely true story. I'm not proud of this, but I get a boner. (laughs) Every time I think about it, there's a Ralph's supermarket on Sherman Way, west of Topanga Canyon. I went in there. I don't remember the day. It doesn't matter. But my mind was blown to fuck when there was this pseudo panhandler, hot. I'll say she's 19 or 20, but she's sitting there begging for change. And I just go up to her. I said, what, "What's your scam? What what is this?" You know, she she had some little box collecting for some bullshit, and it turns out she was just too lazy, and she she's like loved her weed and all this stuff. And yes, I propositioned her. I said, uh, "I will give you X amount of dollars. Can you just come back and suck me off?" And she did, and that. Again, it's just like that's the Brandon
2: Iron rumor I heard, and it's true. That's a porn director well, podcast that, 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 exclusive.
0: But there's there's more along the sort of line, sort of like that. Yeah, I like real. I like CD, I I don't like being a predator, but I like when I meet like-minded people. Ah, interesting. So when you meet a woman who just removes the the like, oh, that's dirty, and ha- replaces that with, wait, all you want me to do is like. Give head, which is what you like, and I kind of like, and I, you know, it's just when there's a meeting of the minds that that is eternally gratifying to me. And it's just like I'm so tired of any of the prima donnas in the business who phone in their scenes or they do the same scene over and over, and then jack up their oh you can't hire her for that rate, her rates two hundred dollars. Why? What happened? <laughs> huh. Did she grow a second asshole? What happened? You in public? <laughs> But you know what I mean, right? Yeah, right, right.
2: No, that's awesome. That's yeah, and, you... and that makes complete sense on the island. And that's why I segue to that Brandon Iron rumor that's been floating around for a decade. Um, it's awesome. That's what you like. You like as if it's your own personal date, not personal dating, but like you're attracted to this girl. Fuck it, just go for it. Right. That's I do. Awesome.
0: I do like a girl, and I've shot many girls' first scenes. In fact, uh, in September, just uh, you know, a few short weeks ago, I was in Budapest. And you know, I I shoot every day because this is this is like a working vacation. But you know, I'm paying for this apartment. That apartment's gonna be used. <laughs> and I shot this uh, girl in her very first scene ever. And that deer in the headlights look when she's like <laughs> I'm with staring you. up, and she's so clueless. I, I love
1: my like amateur porn, you know?
0: Yeah. yeah. And that is that is that is as real as it gets for me when you meet this girl and she kind of has an idea. So she took agency photos. But you're the first guy. and I just had to bite my lip because she goes, when does the male talent show up? And I said, I'm here looking at it. Oh, yeah. And again, like that's that dirty, pervy side. I'm in my mid 40s. And you got this fresh-faced teenager who
1: just oh, and she's Eastern European, so she's hot as fuck,
0: <laughs> right? And and she just her her name is Megan Mays, by the way. Nice, so, good job, buddy. So the thing Con, is, like, look her up. Well, I don't. You guys, it might not be your cup of tea because I'm sure she'll get polished by in the tumbler of porn over the next year. So she's a little rough around the edges. She had her her uh, yes, glasses on. Can I see her? What, what you got? Because you know she's just this gangly uh, let, me, let me get
1: a better picture
0: a gangly long-legged teen but you know she danced for me she got naked for me we were outside on this uh terrace that you know people could see and she still got down she sucked and that that to me you're taking a normal person That's
2: so euro by the way
0: putting them in an abnormal situation and just seeing how they react That's what fair. is the what is the depth of her perversion you know when when she Is that a cleaned up picture of her yeah
1: wait that's not her that's that's Megan Mays did I spell it wrong
0: there's a european there's a you different know one.
1: brandon it's similar to a story
2: that i don't know maybe i've told this before but when i 'm shooting scenes, there is nothing more satisfying to i feel the fans and to myself is seeing that her face when the initial insertion comes yeah so when i'm shooting a scene i will always be wide and you can probably go back and watch my shit and it's proven i'll always be wide when he slides it in and you can see her face as it slides in because there's nothing more beautiful to me such as you said with your the look in their eye when that goes in and they just they just fucking just a little bit of them just goes oh and they just wow now i'm fucking there's a a confusion there's a holy shit he's huge because it's porn dick there's a oh my god i'm fucking Oh, my God, I'm doing it on camera. That that two seconds is golden to me, like you said it was when right. that deer in the headlights. I love that shot. of It's wide. The insertion goes in. You just see a many, many, many uh, thoughts just coming right out. It's fucking yeah. fantastic. You, is can't, her?
0: you can't fake it. That is her. She's oh. cute. She's really cute. Making me Holy shit, she's already, like, I thought I... Come on, it's the internet, Brandon Iron. It's 2014. Hey, maybe she lied to me. I thought I, I shot her first thing in September, but who knows, you know. Hmm.
2: Anyway. Khan will get on
0: that for you. <laughs>
2: He'll uh, immediately oh. pull that up. He'll have all that information for you.
0: Uh, maybe go to freeones.com and then just oh, see yeah, what link yeah. she has already up. But, again, uh, I highly recommend any sex tourists out there. Go to Budapest or Prague. There are, like in Prague, for example, there's this place called Sex Park. And it is just like a Amsterdam brothel where you pay, I don't know, $8 to get in rather the equivalent in, in Czech crowns. And you'll be walking through all these booths and these girls, they have computers say, there saying in booth 51 it's Lisa and this and that. Oh, my God. It's just the eye candy of just that temptation. You know? We've
2: been getting a lot of international fans, too, so maybe our guys in, you know,
1: Finland or... we got to take the podcast to to Budapest. That's, that's oh,
0: the only consult. story.
2: Good job, that's, Brandon. That's now
0: we're the going. Only right. Well, here's another uh, thing. You know, again, I'm 46 years old. One of my bucket list things was to go and participate in a, a John Thompson German Goo Girls shoot. So I went twice to Berlin... Just for these piss-party bukakis where the nastiest German girls are swallowing piss and cum. And- what,
1: what is it with the Germans that they always tend to have that, like, weirdest, nastiest shit ever? I mean, I know people talk about the Japanese, but for the Japanese, it's like, it's obviously trying to shock you. Yeah. In, in German porn, it's just fucking nasty shit. Yeah.
0: Well... It- yeah, again, you you think, like, you have your limits, and I have my limits. And every time you feel jade, and you think, oh, I've seen, I've smelled everything, I've done everything. And then you go to Berlin, and you'll see this 95-pound girl who you can count ribs and, like, play the xylophone on her ribs. And she has this funnel on her mouth, and she's <laughs> drinking a bottomless supply of, like, whoever can piss, they just keep pissing. And she's instructed in very shouting, uh, Steve Holmes would understand what they're saying, <laughs> orders marked by the the Third Reich in the Parch- Well, whatever Reich they're on now, it must be the next one, because the thousand you did like in last. the feeling of coming past- in the gym, I'm getting the feeling of coming at home, I'm getting the feeling of coming... Backstage, when I pump up, when I bows out in front of five thousand people. and by the way, not oh. in
1: German. yeah <laughs> but it's got kind of the accent. I'm kidding.
0: Well, they're barked at. Do not spill a drop. I don't understand German, but I understood the meaning because they seal their lips around this funnel. And this girl named Amy was drinking so much piss. Amy, he, what? Con wants to no, look no. A y m i e a. Wait, What do they say, Brandon? No. No, they don't say no, no, no. Right. They say, oh, they well, I saw Amy drink so much piss. I thought she has to go regurgitate this somewhere. I don't know how it stays in her body, but she just kept drinking. And uh, anyway, that was shocking to me. And again, you know, you're you're 40 some years old and you just say, well, you know, that crushed it. Now, now I can't get that out of my head. I've seen beheading videos by the way, that are less disturbing than some of the the fucking piss and cum and ass eating and all this fucked up shit. but I still don't recommend watching any of the beheading videos either. that that's fucked up, but you know what are
2: you what are you drawn to? I know you're you're a, you're a BJ. your best work I think has been your BJ stuff. Are huh. you drawn to the crazier stuff than that or what I, what, I have what over gets you s- out of bed in the morning.
0: I have over 700 updates on one of the sites at brandoniron.com. Oh my god! I can never get tired of getting getting blown, especially by somebody who's new in the business. The way they'll swallow your seed. I want to suck your big <laughs> fucking cock. Yeah, but when you when you have a, a girl that's willing to do that, do just... you want
1: me to suck your
0: dick? <laughs> <laughs> and that that never gets old, and it'll it'll be with me for the rest of my life. That's great, that's and thing. yeah, it just and it's you know what I've learned out of this too because. I was so fucked up in my head the way I I would time it, and then oh don't waste the girl's time and you know you got to jerk off to pop. No, God, no.
1: I, that's the so, yeah. that's my biggest pet peeve with porn. Yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah,
0: well, I <clears throat> I came around to it finally in my thirties or forties, and now I just figure this woman is being paid. It's an insult to stop her. Let her work. <laughs> Let her work. And I've had See, girls.
2: This, God, isn't this the greatest fucking podcast ever? We well, Iron's yeah, a fucking savage.
0: Girls take pride in getting a guy off. I've learned that. It took me It took me many years. I thought Decades, I was being respectful. Brandon. No, let her finish you off. Because as a Thai uh, woman in, in uh, at the Pat Pong uh, <laughs> Plaza in Bangkok taught me, it's disrespectful to jerk off. I was sitting there in this suck-off bar in Bangkok. Uh, and... <laughs> For, for the equivalent of $21, they gave you a drink. <laughs> you got a drink, and then they led you to a different room, and this woman would baby wipe your, your junk, and then she'd start sucking you. Well, baby, Mr. So horny, <laughs> Mr. Horny. And then I kind of lost it for a minute, and this matronly Thai woman slapped my hands away, and she stuffed them under my thighs, and she took pride in her work. So for the twenty-something dollars that, that it took, she sucked me off, she spat it out, and then she cleaned she cleaned herself up, and she gave me a little round of applause <laughs> like that, and and she was happy that I was happy. <laughs> but I, I'll never forget what's her face for teaching me that. <laughs> I I don't know her name. But you know how it made a lasting impression. Just saying, you know what? If you're a car washer, would you want to go buff out the fucking scrape? No, that guy's washing your car. If you're sucking me off, don't don't <laughs> let her do it. Her it's her technique. It's pride of ownership. Pride of she's teaching you some. Don't interrupt.
1: Let her do you it. You use your tongue, prettier than a twenty-dollar whore.
2: <laughs> so, what I love about this show is obviously I love Brandon, but. Man, has he not given our international fans places to go? Brandon has mentioned more clubs. Keep going. Please don't stop. to uh, tourist places or Have you been
1: to Singapore to the four floors of Horse? No, I yeah. haven't. There's a mall in Singapore, I think on Orchid Street.
2: Listen Khan taking over the show. I went there.
1: <laughs> I went there because everyone was like, you've got to go to the four floors of Horse. And there's a mall, and it's four, it's, it's four stories, and it's all. Whores. It's, yeah. it's bars and massage parlors and stuff like that. But you know, being a, a round eye and walking in there, it's just like getting eaten by little piranhas because they're all grabbing you and trying to pull you into little places and you feel like you're getting pulled apart. But it was still fun.
0: Yeah. Wow.
2: And you haven't been there, Brandon. Where where the best no. whores
0: in the world? Uh I've had the most fun in my life in Budapest. Yeah. So and I don't consider them whores. They are just sex workers and I'm one too and I, I Doff my cap off my balding head to those women, who who overwork. Or, yeah, they they they're underpaid and overworked. If that makes any sense, I Absolutely. I would pay twice, but please don't tell them I would because I got to keep this whore addiction going. Do you know what I mean? Like when I when I go for for like two months at a time, I'm bankroll. You know, my my ATM card is like hot to the touch. It's getting used so much, which. Is another funny story because as I'm going around, this has never happened to me anywhere else, but the scam artists come out. They see me use the ATM, right? And I got this big wad of bills, Hungarian forints, stuffed in my pocket, which turns out 10,000 Hungarian forints isn't really, like, it's worth, like, $40, right? Right. Oh, my God, I'm a 10,000 heir. Anyway, this guy comes up and he goes, like, wallet inspector, basically, He's trying to like inspect my wallet, and I just said no. He flashed some like badge, and he had a uh, a friend of his who turned over his wallet to make sure you're not illegally changing money. What is this, 1991? Yeah, you know, come on, fuck off. <laughs> Where you like, fuck you, get the fuck out of here? Yeah, I just said no, I don't think so, and I walked away. But uh, yeah, lots of lots of fun and games to be had in, in any Eastern European city, but Prague and Budapest are the best. Yeah, wow,
2: been the both with Vince shooting that stuff. Ah. And it was. Man, he's a have good you, time.
0: Have
1: you been to Ukraine or Russia?
0: I went to Kiev and wow. little did I know I was staying in a hotel that had this fucking strip club there, but I was trying to network and all and basically I was I didn't get any traction there. So the same just, thing
2: we went there for anabolic and it wasn't as, as bountiful it was as it was for us in Prague and Budapest. It was
0: different. Well what's funny is I was standing in Independence Square. And then two short years later, that's when all the demonstrations oh, are man. happening. The tank shells are hitting the, you know, I just, wow. What, you know, you didn't realize people were so pissed off and so close to a revolution. They you need know? to
2: follow you to these... Sex workers places. Do you, exactly. have any, do you have any more? You've mentioned one. Well,
0: I, I went to Saint Petersburg with Cineplex in two thousand and six. Cineplex. And one other time. All I know is I had a. I, I wish porn wasn't illegal in Russia because I would. I would be on a, a fly. uh a flight over to see all the comrades there. You just got to
1: fly them over to you.
0: Well, that's pretty pricey. He's yeah. a very frugal man. If you have. A yeah, well, mm-hmm. alligator arms. They don't reach my pockets, <laughs> but. Unless you're going
1: to the ATM for the for the sex workers.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But but no, yeah. Good good times, no regrets. Keep keep your adult life keep pushing it off and keep the prolonged adolescence going on into hopefully my fifties. Yeah. You know. So I always had this saying too, keep when you're a little kid and you're
2: sitting in your room, you're fifteen, you're just dreaming and it's, it's this endless chase of I'm going to do this and I want to do this and I want to do this. And I think as we progress down the line, these other things come in and they kind of tug you from that. And I have this promise to myself. This is very philosophical and deep, my fans and friends. I want to be that that little kid that sat in my room dreaming and dreaming and dreaming of achieving things. and I don't ever want to stop that. Like you said, Stay in your 40s, and, and if you want to do a bunch of sex worker four Floors of Whores or whatever, fucking do it. Because yeah. there's going to be things that are going to come into your life. They're going to, you know, you're going down the hallway, and there's a bunch of doors, and these doors are going to open, and they may pull you in for a while, and that's going to take you out of the hallway. You got to stay in the hallway and keep moving forward. Take a little bit out of this door, take a little bit out of this door, but never fall into a room for more than, you know, a couple well, of years or so.
0: Well, back in September, I went to Rocco Sofredi's Cafe in downtown Budapest. <laughs> And you know, Rocco invited me there. I got a photo taken with him. He he's a hero. And then you know, for whatever meager achievements I've made, he's made. You know, you know he he's 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 just so far beyond. And he's happy. He's well adjusted. He has his family life. But again, if you if you can't be Rocco Sofredi, be the best branded iron. Right. And as soon as you get your head straight around that, and you realize that. Okay, you can call it an addiction or you can call it a passion, but one thing I do that resonates with me is that that thing about Alcoholics Anonymous, you know, one is too many and a thousand ain't enough. Right. I get that with women because I don't want to be with one woman. I don't want to be with a thousand. I want to be with 10,000 women. I'll suck in your fucking dick. One at a time. Nice. Spreading good karma with everyone, having these great endorphin-releasing experiences And just, you know, giving the money is just a conduit. That's just, you know, the cost of admission into this fun house. Wow. And keep your life that way. You know what? Because I've had death in my family in in recent years. And then you just realize how it's over. You know? (laughs) And then when it is... Yeah, what do you have to look back on? Do you have these these memories? Do you, have, do you have do what did you build? What did you do with your life? Where did you go? And just just who shared your bed and and all that, you know? Just pack your brain with those endorphins. Have you ever looked at it, I look at it this way. Have you ever
2: looked at like once you're gone that all your movies aren't going anywhere. They're going to stay. Like the other day I was philosophizing again. And I was like, "Fuck, long after I'm gone, you know, I have 80 movies. You have way more." But They're all going to still be around, and these podcasts are still going to be around when I'm gone. It's crazy. So that's why I want to show a positive light and have really cool people such as you and Holmes and everybody. Um, I want to have these people on and kind of show more people, like make a conduit to a bigger, bigger scale of people and say look this is the industry it's positive it's fun stop reading the media's hype of it's a bunch of drug addicts and all we're doing you know how many friends I brought on set and they're like oh you don't get fucked every day no, I'm shooting no I, I don't get fucked and not everybody's high and not everybody's like it's not a big orgy like it's a it's a fine group of people that eventually end up knowing each other I've known you for more than a decade and it's like you want to get high You it's a, just a small so why not why don't we present things in good light follow our dreams feel great about what we do and then share it with someone inspire someone else to say maybe you there's a guy that a fan in finland is like prior to the episode brandon iron said i gotta do this and i'm gonna fucking do this yeah. Like you maybe tonight you've seriously inspired someone to better themselves and to fuck this i'm going to budapest i'm going to four floors of whores wherever because fuck it i'm doing it maybe tonight that happened and i think that's awesome and you have a f- similar philosophy of like you're going in your 40s. I'm in my 40s. Let's just fucking keep that thing going where it's endorphins and it's cool and we don't hurt anybody. We're just yeah. we're just spreading good fucking vibes to the universe. That's huge, Boy, right? That was really deep, huh, Con?
1: And That's what you need to know about the facts of life.
2: <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like you, but listening to you speak and I known you forever. I don't think you give yourself enough credit. Um, it is about that. It is, it, it, dude. I talked to you tonight on the way over about slap happy. You haven't made that in what?
0: 15, 15 years.
2: 15 years. Yeah. But it's still in my head of like, dude, that was like, I remember people speaking of that, man, and that's not going anywhere. Khan pulled up one of your first scenes ever. None of that shit's going anywhere.
1: So, Did you ever think you would even see that again?
0: Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, but no, like with me, it's it's like rewinding and playing some over, but that that drive is still there. You know, that's the same awesome. guy that, that has that fucking – I used to remember my video camera. I, I bought a VX2000. Nice. You, know? you didn't like, have the 1000? No, no. I went all out for the 2000. That, that's you, the Sony, right? Yeah. 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 The one had the IPs, the one had the I, piece, I, I, had, the I had still have my
1: VX2000. It's oh. oh, fantastic.
0: God. But, you you know, you, it combines that l- sort of love of technology, but just with a way of sharing it. Because I think deep down, most perverts, they want to share.
2: Sure. Do you oh, know course. what I mean? Sharing is
0: like, sharing, Vince Warrior once told me. <laughs> Well, what do you think about this? But yeah, it's that whole drive the way I don't want to be this insignificant cog who who like is an elevator operator in the Empire State Building because all you're doing is going up a hundred and four floor you know like there's so much mediocrity and wasted time and wasted lives. Do some with your life. Don't listen to the voice telling you not to do it. get the, tell that fucker to shut up and go do it. Go do it. You want to be with two women? Fucking make it three, have a big (laughs) fucking, watch a Mike Adriano thing when, when he gets uh, sucked off in his multiple POV series, you know, there are so many goddamn creative people out there that are taking your fantasy and putting it on steroids and making it better and better and, and that's, that's the, things evolve and, you know. You know, I had
2: a talk with Nautica Thorne recently and, uh. She's like, yeah, I I'm, I'm, I left the business and, you know, I do this thing now. I got these things going on. And she started camming again. I was like, do you realize how many people – you may have been a, a female uh, porn star, but you touched the lives of a lot of fucking people. Like, her career was, I don't know, five, six years, maybe a little bit more. But, but think about how many dudes jacked to her. And yeah. she's just like, well, she didn't realize the impact she had. Um, I think we have it now with all these people following us. But, like, she – Maybe this dude was just mad at his wife, and oh, she's bitching me all day long. I'm gonna pop this Nautica thorn. Through. Oh wow, she's hot. Can I feel better about my day? Yeah, they've in, she's touched, and inspired a ton of people, and and she was only around for a short period of time.
0: For better or worse, that's the one thing I, I can say good about torrents and tube sites. They aggregate. The material. So, if you're a Nautica Thorne fan, or like me, I'm a Riley Reed fan. I'm a Maddie O'Reilly fan. You know, you just type in that girl, you'll see all her scenes. You know, it, yeah, it's yeah. all there, and you pick and choose, and you're like that fucking thirteen-year-old kid. This is Maddie O'Reilly, <laughs> oh, I'm not getting <laughs> fucked on
1: camera. I'm, I'm to the Porn Director podcast.
0: Well, when I was thirteen, I used to lock myself in the bathroom and spread out all my magazines to the exact page. And I would jerk off that way. And I remember one time my mom was calling me for dinner. She, I was in the downstairs bathroom. So after fucking 15 minutes, where is that fucking kid? <laughs> open this door right now! You open that door, mister! And I'm folding about 30 magazines, throwing them out this fucking window. And my mom had to know what was going on. Your
2: dad goes to cut the grass and there's fucking... running around, fuck? He's fucking running over porno. Do you remember... Listen, I, I just... I know you've been around forever and, and I know your Porn Island was unique and different. Who were you who were the girls you loved in the earlier part of you, when you were growing up? Like you say you had these magazines all spread out. Who was it?
0: Ginger Lynn, nice. Amber Lynn. Nice. I'm not ashamed to say I saw some Tracy Lord stuff that <laughs> maybe wasn't a hundred percent legal.
1: Brandon Iron, how dare you?
0: (laughs) It was available. In fact, if you went, I I was living in Ottawa at the time. I went to a bookstore, and they had the Penthouse magazine where Tracy Lord's uh, was the centerfold. I think it's from 1984. They wanted a paltry $25. (laughs) Guess who bought it? Wow. (laughs) Insane.
2: Nice. uh, Yeah, we had Greg Dark on our show, a great friend of mine. The godfather of porn, I like to call him. Yeah. and and he, I don't think he realizes like like that's the stuff I started watching new, new Wave hookers and yeah, eighty five. I mean that's the first things I saw. So now to be really good friends with them and to see them all the time, I'm like, this is so
0: fucking cool.
2: Yeah, because that's the first stuff I watched. That's why I asked you because we're about similar.
0: Lois airs early Ginger Lynn with Canyon. the punked out hair. Susan Hart. Where's my fucking copy of Wild Weekend? Wait, Susan Hart, was she
1: the black chick?
0: No. no. Uh, dark tan, dark California wavy hair, just fucking oozing sex. She was in the movie W Pink TV with Ron Remember, Jeremy.
1: You know who I still, like to this day, I'll go I'll go pull her up every now and then is Raquel Darian. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck, yeah. yeah. I just didn't like the tits, but I loved everything else. Fantastic.
0: I saw her at a casting call to bring it full circle at World Modeling, and she was only working with her boyfriend, whatever uh, that dude was. Derek
1: Lane. Yes. Derek Lane. Good call, Kyle. Oh,
0: and then uh, she was in this movie called Twins or something with the way they had like this, they're joined at the hip, and I just thought, what the fuck is this shit porn? I just want to, you know... don't make her weird, this freak show, or just like Rancho Rama used to go out with the double dong yeah. weirdness and all the fake com- Oh, I hated
1: Rancho Rama. Don't
0: give me that shit. Just give me Raquel Darian, you know, on her own fucking pa-
1: someone other than her boyfriend
0: or Paula Price. Paula Price. Oh my God! At the time, Eric well, Price's. Is- yeah, good. <laughs> I, I, yeah. You go to these casting calls, and I would see girls like that. Yeah, again, blows yeah, com- your mind. Coming back, he's he talks about sitting
1: on Jim Jim South's couch for days at a time right. but back then you have to remember there were casting calls and there was always movement coming into that office yep. oh, so yeah. it wasn't yeah. boring
0: no and those um, i just all the directors would have their little office areas and i remember tom byron walking in like a god <laughs> and i still think he's a god yeah uh, you know, long haired or short haired, Tom? Uh, at the time, it was short haired, but I just remember I, I followed him throughout the years. You know, I remember he wanted to be a rock singer. Yeah. And I, I didn't like Playboy and Penthouse. I always liked the on the set magazines, oh, like Triple nice. X Film World, all this shit, where it just thought, oh my God, you know, there's a picture of Ashlyn Gear. And then Jeez. I got to work with Ashlyn Gear. And her husband was the, the guy holding the camera. I just thought, I'm in Bizarro Land. Is there one? I know you
2: don't fucking rank. Is there one girl that you worked with that just absolutely was was so fascinating and blew you away that you, you you dreamed about working with a girl of that caliper and you did? I know you don't rank, but you have a, a long illustrious fucking iconic career. Is there one girl you're like? I nailed it. I it was fucking.
0: No, I'm not a. Ne- I don't want to be a negative Nelly. But I will say the, the peak or the pinnacle, one of the biggest names I worked with, was Tara Patrick oh! for Tom Sawyer. But it has a negative oh. vibe because I walked into Tom Stone's house, Tom Sawyer, and anyway, she looked at me and she goes, oh no, not him. Oh! And that was my first clue that I should have walked out that door because I'm sorry, respect is a two-way street. I respect you. I'm gonna do. I will do none of your don'ts. I will do all of your right. do's. And all. But she was just this miserable. Uh, you know, she knew she was a star. She knew she is beautiful, and just I don't know. Just I. I. That's that's sort of what started me on that that thing. God, I hate <laughs> girls. Oh yeah, there she. And Khan pulls it up. Isn't this here, yeah. This isn't the scene.
1: Yeah, that is the scene. But Wait, I've would, seen this scene. Don't you go anal with her? No, it's no, one of no, the no. few. I know she's. She did another outdoor. You know, Tara Patrick was 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 hot. Like, don't get me yeah. wrong. But I never thought she was like drop dead gorgeous, and I never thought she. I always thought she was overhyped.
0: Yeah, uh, again, I just I just thought she was uh, manufactured, and and she was like this huge name or whatever, and I just just. Uh, No, thank you. I like I like. uh, Yeah, the newbies that. Yeah, give me somebody else, or at least somebody that realizes. Hey, we're working together. You know what I mean? It's it's just like it's it's energy. I'll I'll give you a better name, Bobby Bliss. Oh wow! Back in the day, there was that company, Wildlife. I remember Wildlife. And Bobby, we're on this little break, and she just looked at me, and she, you know, she was she wasn't a a waif of a girl. She was a little Rubenesque. But she just looked in my eyes and she said, you can do whatever you want to me, but I'm going to be looking you in the eyes. And she goes, the thing that turns me on is when when you become the animal that, you know, you know, be the caveman. Do what you want. Anyway, I just remember I was really shy at the time about sucking a girl's toes. And I thought, what if, they, what if she thinks I'm a weirdo? Because that happened too. Oh, I've had a girl where I start sucking on her feet and she'll go weirdo and i again like what the
2: fuck and you're trying to stay hard you're like, oh jesus christ ramon Namar was on our show ramon said the same thing oh yeah he, he's there to bring the girl to a higher sexual experience like he said it's not about like oh she's gonna come i'm gonna come it's the sex scene he really wants to look in their eyes and elevate them to another level and that's right. what you're talking about right now
0: but i don't judge just as i wouldn't want to be judged because Bobby, she liked smelling a guy's uh, armpit, and she just requested, "Don't like someone else that we know? Well, don't wear deodorant, right, Bobby? No, no. Uh, so he's my name l- is
1: Ramon Nomad.
0: <laughs> no, no, <laughs> the, no. The armpits
1: never. Well,
0: well, Bobby Bliss, and that was what's real to her. She liked your scent. She liked and i I just got off on that because everyone if they if they let you look behind the the crack in the door, you know everyone's got their weird peccadilloes, everyone's sort of strange in their own way, but you know what I would be into women's feet in or out of this business, so I don't feel weird doing it. Right. I've gone to foot fetish parties here in Los Angeles It's far from weird that that is as mainstream as you get. You talk to girls who have been dancing. They say the number one thing in the champagne room is guys just say, "Can I massage your feet? Can you take off your heels?" Can you do that?" You know it's there's nothing weird. And that's that applies to the girls too, you know. I don't judge anything about about a a, a girl or what she likes about a guy now.
2: Well, you've been around the world shooting. You've been doing this for a ton, 15 years or so. What's have you ever had a request where you're like, "What?" Did a girl say like, you know, uh, well, maybe I mean, you saw Holmes looking there. <laughs> is there anything that you've been approached to where you're like, well, this is kind of out of my thing, but you're nuts. So you're probably not.
0: No, I guess I just really, I, my radar is so finely tuned now that I like real. I don't mind if you're miserable or if you want to leave. I will shoot a 30-minute scene in 30 minutes. Right. But please be real for those 30 minutes. Don't be fake. Don't be phony. Uh, you know, just just give the goods you know and like girls like tiffany doll i i shot her you know, a few years ago sort of before she really sort of blew up and she was as real as it got wow. you know she was into everything and you know if you were throat fucking her she'd put her arms behind her back a natural submissive and every once in a while you meet these girls that they're not putting on the dog they they want you to take them someplace They are, they are that puppy that are just you know just here's my leash lead me somewhere come on wow. let's go and it's not misogynistic it's not degrading they're just giving themselves to you and that's the highest offering that a, that a woman in or out of porn can commit is just to give her give herself to you so
1: how um early on did you realize like what your kink was i, I know you're you're kind of known for the more hardcore stuff and like even being a bit rough. Yeah. Uh before you even got into porn and like your your we'll say uh uh civilian girlfriends, uh, how did they deal with that?
0: Yeah, I was always just a shy, awkward nerd. Didn't know how to talk to anybody. Uh you know, I got I, I got dumped repeatedly the nice guy thing. All this all this just sort of bullshit and I sort of thought that maybe relationships aren't for me. And then, okay, you start in with the porn, which might lead to some escorts. And then that's when I was in Toronto, and I just remember this one escort for 160 Canadian dollars for the hour taught me a lesson that I've replayed in my head thousands of times. She came in the door, couldn't have been p- more pleasant. Uh, this is before the Internet, so when you're asking them to describe themselves, she goes, where do you want me to start? And I said, huh? She goes, am my head or my toes? I said, your toes. And she goes, she went on like a catalog description saying, I have black Manolo Blahnik, uh heels, and in them I have fish, you know, these stockies. And she went on in this fucking elaborate display. She was the real deal. She pulled up at the condo, came in. Anyway, I gassed out after, I'll say, 20, 25 minutes, and you pay for an hour. And she just led me by the hand, and she goes... I'm sorry, I don't think you understood the nature of this. You're going to fuck me for the hour. <laughs> and she just, we had this incredible tantric experience. And I always thought that, you know, that's a sign of somebody that just over-delivered. Do you know what I mean? It's like, again, everyone has that little thing in their head. And I, I haven't forgot women like that. The, the women that think like a man or have that appetite like a man. And they're, they're, just, they're consuming their pigs at the trough. Just <laughs> getting as, all they can get. You know, and every once in a while, you'll meet that girl.
2: Fuck this they exist. Dude. How they great exist. is fucking Brandon Arn? I love this guy to death. Bring
1: her over. <laughs> I I wonder what she's up to right now. So,
0: are you, did I understand this correctly? You're
1: living in Budapest now?
0: No, oh. that's my home away from home. Okay. Uh, I just, I, I spend some time there. I just enjoy it so much. And the next step is to actually move. Like, I, I have a, this American friend there. Who he just, you know, I'm, I'm at that, at that point, he went past and he actually applied for a five-year visa and he lives there now. And, you know, Fox in the hen house, he's just sitting there, you know, just living the dream. And like, for me, the dream was always LA because the weather that just, you know, you can do it and, Sure enough, you pursue your dreams and then you make it happen, right? The US government gave me a green card based on my based on my artistic merit. So something's gotta be done right here. But you know, you find your paradise and and you try and stay there as long as you can. Wow. Nice. Same here. I've stayed here for over twenty years. I can't
2: get out. I
1: love it. So tell us you know, more I know you you got your com. what do people get when they go on there
0: well there's three sites brandoniron.com is a portal site there's three sites that like one of them was called covermyface.com big group you know up to 42 blasts to the face and then there's this other group site called sperm com, which was all about the swallowing and it has hundreds of scenes of you know includes all the six volumes of a good source of iron where You know, there's, there's literally, he's got,
2: I'm going to go out on a limb because I I have enough experience, excuse me, to say this. You have some of the greatest titles ever fucking created. Oh, well,
0: at the time, this is 2005, 2006 era. good source of iron is
2: so fucking badass. Well,
0: you could get girls to swallow like 10 loads to 20 loads and it just got crazy. So yeah, you know, kept that going for several years and there's a bunch of exclusive scenes that were never out on DVD, but my Baby is load my mouth. So we just updated it with the 742nd installment of Jesus, you know, uh, the, the next blowjob swallow thing. And any girls that you'll see fucking on that site, they're booked for a BJ, and then they're either, you know, they make a left turn <laughs> and they decide to fuck, or I've had it several girls the way it's just things take over, nice. you know, and animal meets animal. And then you have the stare down and then it's, you know, goes somewhere else. But yeah, that's that's for me is as real as it gets. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. back in Berlin again? No. Oh, I'll be going back in January. So uh, the next his parties, the next bukaki thing will be January 17th, I believe. So Look,
2: he's already got it lined up.
0: Yeah. Up. Meet me in Berlin and then we'll be taking uh, either a train or a flight to Budapest. And then it'll be one month of just different different uh girls
2: brandon's brandon's always been known for the bjs the Bukakis. the that's always been your your thing and i and i like that because people that are bj fans are definitely a fan of your work like you're always about "Uh, fucking we got 20 in your mouth somebody quick get on their cell and call five more guys we're dumping loads you know i remember at one point when you were at red light and platinum it was like how many fucking loads does that guy do? Jesus Christ, got 30 guys lined up outside the office. On 30
0: it is? Unfortunately, then we had experiences like when Anita Blue worked for me in Reseda. It was at, uh, I think, or, or sorry, Winneka or something. Anyway, it was at a studio. We had approximately 30 to 40 gentlemen. And one phone thief showed up because he took her iPhone And that Uh. was, I don't know what it cost her. It was like, you know, when it just, all this shit. Anyway, that sort of broke my heart. Because what sort of moron comes, gets, Anita's the sweetest, lovingest porn slut going. She'll suck your dick, even if it's just a bukkake. You know, she'll do, she made everyone feel so good. And at the end of the day, as she's getting cleaned up, she realized somebody jacked her iPhone. Uh. So I remember reading the Riot Act. I said, hey, everybody knows the score here. Somebody just leave it somewhere or communicate. Somehow just uh, bygones be guy bygones. Anyway, nobody ever manned up and did that. And that's where it just left its sour taste. And another thing that happened on a different shoot was somebody tried to jack my checkbook because I used to make them all payable to cash. Oh, really? So you got these guys and like, I've never been the money doesn't motivate me, but it's a necessary evil. And then you realize that there are people that are more interested in ripping you off than than in participating in in the i you know to me those sounds like crimes of opportunities
1: they're not going there to do that but that they see it they're like "Hmm, i can get away with this right now
0: but that shows me that we're not on the same wavelength i'm the party host i'm the guy who wants to do this you know like i don't like going to bars i don't like doing this you know my fun is throwing this party so, motherfuckers, who who wants to spoil this who party? Who ruined my damn fun?
2: It's like yeah. when, you do, when you're shooting your stuff and you have a passion and you've, it's ate you up and consumed your life day and night and middle of the night. And then you get there and you're hoping that my cast will have that same passion. You know, when it gets late, will they be there with me? Yeah. Will, will, you know, will they have the guts to grit it out and really become part of this machine and make this movie? You know, I Dana D'Armand we gave her Snickers. she's like let's keep going everybody <laughs> had gone home i love her everybody gone home i got her snickers we went up in the hills and kept shooting these establishing shots with the fucking helicopter cam it was ridiculous but she shared the same passion so when you show up on set like you said you got a bukkake of 10 guys please be on the same page let's crush this one guy's like i'm here to fucking rip people off and you don't know this did yeah. you ever figure
0: out who it was no, Any but... Any inclinations? Wait, how uh, did they
1: try to steal your checkbook? Did you just get them all canceled in time or something? No,
0: what happened was I saw that my checks weren't in the same place. I just said, wait, everybody stop. Nobody leave. And then I looked, and then there was like a few things missing. And it was just an ugly situation where you realize that, that you know, just everyone's not here for the same reason. So, you know, no different than American Bukaki. I was at that infamous shoot. When it was held up at gunpoint, basically somebody knew that they pay guys in cash. So, you know, say forty, fifty guys. At I think everyone was making seventy-five dollars cash wow. a pop. The la- as soon as everybody went in, one smart opportunist had a bandana or something came in. He he held it up and he took the whole oh, the whole thing. Holy shit! I mean, I was there, and oh, I, I-, I mean,
1: like, what would make you think there's stuff to steal? There. Well, just no, the they money. knew
0: that there was yeah. pain in cash. Oh, pain and cash. So yeah. that was fine. But again, I, that was a few years ago, but I was there to see, you know, I don't know who the girl was, but I, I remember one of those shoots, they had Amy Emerson, and they were frying up a cum omelet for nice. her. And it was so hot, it was burning her tongue, and just to see the spectacle <laughs> of fried fucking cum. Poured in by by Ashley Blue and watching another woman who she had come and she had done my BJ, so I had her one on one. But there she is and she's doing this beautifully degrading thing that will just how you know many people have done the one on one BJ's. Who has ate a seventy load omelet and can you even order that at Denny's? <laughs> You know, if
2: you piss off the fucking yeah. crew, you'll get a fucking 70 guy omelet.
0: But again, that's the type of experience that you don't get outside this business. So, you know, revel in it. Enjoy it. Fucking put it away in your brain because that shit doesn't happen to yeah. normal people. And these stories are endless. You know, like the story
2: I heard of the, with the girl at Ralph's. That's that was so long ago, but I still have it somewhere in the deep crevices of my brain. And and I was like, did he really do that? Did Brandon really pull this girl to do the scene that had no... Got up this morning, (laughs) got up this morning, that morning, and was like, I'm going to go get some weed money. And you're like, oh yeah, watch this. Gah, 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 gah. Like a circus seal.
0: No, the far more likely scenario would be where I've had agents even ask for my credit card, so they fly in a girl and she has to work off that money. So as soon as she lands, she hasn't showered and she's literally driven to my place to do work. Right. <laughs> so I mean that that I'm no that's more of a reputation builder right there, where you're the guy who will just bring the girl the bring the whore to the door. You know, mm-hmm. like how how did what does it take? And I, I I've done that many many times. Or you have girls that. You know, for whatever reason they gotta get out of a phone bill. Oh my god, Missy Monroe in Las Vegas. Before she was famous. Realm. Before she was famous, I knew a guy named Uncle Jesse, no relation. But this guy it just uh, I'd shot at his place in Vegas one time. He turned me on to a girl named Missy. And I was staying at this fucking flea bag hotel on the strip. Oh God, I wanna it doesn't matter anyway. It was the one that had the race car NASCAR theme at the time. It's all I think it's imploded, either naturally or unnaturally. But I had this fucking room there, and Missy had her car towed. So after I talked to her, I never met her. She was sort of in tears because all she wanted was money to get her car to the impound. And Missy, Missy, God bless you, because I know you're still in Vegas and you're still doing your thing. But I am eternally grateful that that impound fee was 140 and she came up and she sucked me off <laughs> so sweetly that day at that hotel that I forget <laughs> anyway con
2: good times he's he's the fucking man dude tropicana
0: that oh, was it, it was.
1: tropicana so what, uh, you have Twitter and stuff. Where can people find you besides brandoniron.com?
0: Find me at the Ralphs west of. Oh, no, no, we went through that. No, um, when I'm not shopping for groceries, just Twitter me at, at brandoniron. Say hi if you're a woman who wants to, uh, make it into load my mouth before we crack a thousand because by then I, I think I'm gonna shut her down. Uh, god forbid but the goal has been to make it to the thousand why because rodney moore put out his thousandth update on the on the rodney blast and i just thought
2: that man's a god remember rodney moore con do you know much about rodney moore rodney moore would jerk off in the girl's face cum shot her all over her face facial and make
1: her go sit at a bus stop remember those they're, the, still, the, they're still doing that stuff, walking down alleys mm-hmm. with the goop. So are you into the public disgrace and stuff that they shoot out in Czechoslovakia? I mean, Czechoslovak. You you're wearing yeah. that, 2014. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, yeah, that that place is kind of gone now. <laughs> that in the in, uh, in the in the Czech Republic.
0: Well, they shoot a lot of that. Uh, or they, first of all, kink stopped public disgrace, or mm-hmm. at least they're they won't continue it past the year. That, Does that and make they mad. The, no, because I just i I've watched some of their scenes and I liked it. It's pretty hardcore i I wanted to work for Princess Donna, but I don't think I was at that level because imagine like not getting your groove going, and there's thirty people standing around. <laughs> What's up with this guy but no i'm a I'm a fan of of Kink's work and all that they're doing, but yeah, even in Budapest, they are parading girls in dog collars down in Draschi Street, yeah. you know yeah, pretty pretty again, that's the evolution of the business, so mm-hmm. that shit didn't go down you know 15 years ago now it's we, we
2: spoke of that thing with everhard where he did that <laughs> it started as a photo shoot in that what's plaza that? what's oh, the big square he, hero square yeah and that just turned into him in a scene and and homes he talked about it
0: on a. yeah they, they had yeah. sex right in the middle of this in the yeah in the and middle pol- of the square police were watching yeah. and yeah and that got a lot of negative mainstream because you know that is a uh like a Unknown soldiers' tomb there, oh, wow, and yeah, the that. seven founding tribes. We didn't so hear anything didn't about hear that. Brandon Iron brings us the truth. <laughs> well, no, it is sort of sacred ground to Hungarian yeah. people, so yeah. we didn't know for, this till tonight. For, yeah. for better or worse, it's uh, goddamn Canadians. Oh, sorry, Brandon. No offense to you.
2: No, we didn't know that about that, Steve. You know, Steve rambling how great it was. Remember, Steve's like, "That's me right there." And, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I'm filming. I'm
2: filming, and this is the this is the security guy that became our friend. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever, however he speaks. Well,
0: for an alternative, Steve Holmes fucks. Uh, what's uh, Alice Romaine is the sister of Sandra Romaine, Sandra Romaine and right below Buda Castle, there's this overlook, and Holmes is railing <laughs> Alice Romaine when she's twenty years old, looking o- over the glory of the Danube River, and I just thought. That's a man to respect.
2: Yeah. That's great. One of my all-time favorites, and I've said it a million times, um, I'm watching uh, Andrew Blake, and there's two girls, girl, girl, going at it. They walk out onto a balcony. They're still going at it, and then the Coliseum in Rome's behind them. Yeah. And there's people walking down below, and then they go, it might be the same scene or not, but they segue to, uh, they're doing it in the middle of this piazza in a limo. People just going by. They're just going at it in this limo. I was like, Fuck No one outside knows what's going
0: on. It was the original Bang Bus. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
1: Wow. I I actually think Rocco was doing Bang Bus before Bang Bus was. Because he used to drive around Europe and just start fucking in the back of of, of the cars and stuff.
0: Rocco did a movie called Dirty Anal Kelly in Rome. And he folded her up and he put her in a suitcase, or if he didn't do it, somebody else. And he's, she's she's getting walked down the street in a in a suitcase. Then they go again to the Colosseum, and then Kelly starts lifting up the Roman soldiers' uh, skirts yeah. or whatever you call them. You know, yeah. she's just being a wow, being a slut. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. yeah. So, Rocco, so
1: where, where do we see you next? What what what's on your agenda?
0: Well, I update loadmymouth.com dot com twice a week. If you like it, support it. If not, pirate it. If, uh,
1: <laughs> he gives permission.
0: No, oh, you know what I mean. It's 2014, and paying for porn is an elective. Everybody knows that. Unfortunately, you know there. It's it, it, you, you just got to be a realist, and I and I'm no, under no misconceptions that you can compete with with the big 800 pound gorillas in, in the business anymore. But again, you just got to redefine what success is to you. And for for me, it's updating that site twice a week, getting the blowjobs, meeting the women, seeing them dance a bit, just just getting some personality revealed. Yeah, because it's, it's not about it.
2: the it's not about the money for you, obviously.
0: Uh again, you know, I just I have new responsibilities in my life, so I, I look out for what I I. I pay my bills, but again, if you're a guy that doesn't like to go out and drink at bars, if you don't do this, yeah. if your only vice is, hey, I like to get high and jerk off, porn's for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Damn, those are some... Oh, no,
2: Brandon, that's the outro music! Oh, oh no. It's so fucking awesome to uh, reconnect with Brandon and I, I through an email, oddly enough, from Steve Holmes, but... Thanks so much to Brandon Iron. He's an icon and fucking Hall of Fame, goddamn legend. You're fucking the man. Not uh, in the Hall
0: of Fame, actually. <laughs> well,
2: I'm, I'm gonna. That was my fucking next thing was. Please put this. If you're out there and you're the powers that be, please put him in there. Please put him in there. He deserved it. Uh, it's BrandonIron.com. It's at Brandon Iron. Um, I'd like to thank Con uh, for another fucking drop-laden, impressive show. Uh, we are the Porn Director Podcast. PornDirectorPodcast.com. At pornderpod at cell underscore genoa, facebook.com slash c o n p d p. Search for us on iTunes, Stitcher, and vidme. V I D dot me, right? Correct. Holy fuck, I nailed that. You can, thing. Still,
1: you can still hit us up on YouTube. We're just not going to be able to update for like five more months.
2: Oh. Well, I like to support the people that let us do the crazy shit. Thanks to Wildfire Radio, Team Skeet. Uh, Joey Diaz, Rialto Report, Projection Booth, Just Guy Talk, Cinephile. Go see Twisted Fate. BrandonIron.com. BrandonIron.com, at BrandonIron. Please, if you don't know Brandon's work, he has some of the most incredible titles in the world. Swallow My Pride, a good source of iron.
0: Slap Happy. Slap Happy.
2: (laughs) This guy's a fucking legend and icon. Vote his ass in the Hall of Fame, Please email the powers of B at avn and tell them you want to see brandon iron in the hall of fame peter Warren, <clears throat> um mark current tell him okay thank you so much brandon we go way back to the yeah. early days you're uh, you're one of the most real fucking perverse directors that has ever walked the planet earth in this industry i'm saying that and i can say it because i have enough experience to say that thank you so much for joining us i'd like to do part two con we didn't even touch his career. Not he much. said, fuck off to the, to the island. That's awesome. Thank you. Um, <laughs> no, he
1: brought five brand new girls on the island. That's true. Yeah. And yeah.
2: tonight when I drop him off, he's probably going to walk down to Rouse and get his dick sucked. Because that's how this motherfucker rules. He's a savage. Thank you, Brandon Iron.
0: Thanks for having me on. I had a great time. Good
2: talking porn. Good talking porn. Porn for your ears. Good night, everybody.